Welcome to the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I'm your host, Danik Bernier, mom of two, social worker, and psychotherapist in Ontario, Canada. This podcast is for the busy postpartum mom who didn't get the birth experience she was promised and feels intense pressure to be the best mother, but the stress of the postpartum period is too much. I want you to know that you're not alone and you're in the right place if you want to learn why you don't trust your in-laws to babysit your baby, why your brain keeps showing you scary stuff from your past, and why you're so afraid of getting pregnant again. Becoming the mother you want to be truly is possible. While this episode does not replace psychotherapy and is not meant to give medical advice, I hope you learned something new about yourself and the art of trauma healing while caring for a baby. Let's head into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode one of the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I'm your host, Danik Bernier, and today we will be talking about who I am, the connection between maternal mental health and my great-grandmother, and what you need in order to feel better. So, who am I? As you may know, I'm a mom of two little ones, and I'm also a social worker and psychotherapist. I only work with moms who had a tough birth experience and had a rough childhood. I'm a trauma therapist, meaning when I work with my clients, the goal is to treat their mental health so that nightmares, intense fears, intense anxiety, and flashbacks are not a thing anymore, or they become much less intense. I'll talk about this a bit more later. And because I know you're curious to find out, yes, I did experience postpartum anxiety. It wasn't diagnosed, but I recognized the symptoms. Uh, This was after the first of my first child, then had some depression symptoms during my pregnancy with the second child. Also, I was able to see that my childhood stuff and intergenerational trauma stuff did come out as I entered motherhood. So, My first birth experience didn't go as planned, but like most moms, I was made to believe that feeling like you were hit by a truck, like physically and mentally, was just a normal part of motherhood and that I should just suck it up because if I don't, that means I already failed my son. So medically speaking, the birth went great, um, but like many moms out there, I was left in total shock. I share this because my story is your story. There is a common thread when we talk about women's journey in motherhood. It's when I first became a mom that I started thinking about how life would have been incredibly different for me if I would have lived in a time period where we didn't talk about mental health, but rather like mental hygiene. And I'll leave an article about mental hygiene in the show notes for those who are interested in knowing more about this concept. So basically, my mind went to my great-grandmother who died in the early 50s, so I never knew her. And according to stories told within the family, she showed signs and symptoms of postpartum psychosis. So very briefly, postpartum psychosis is something that happens during the postpartum period Um, It's not a real bad case of postpartum depression. It's its own thing. When this happens, there's a total loss of touch with reality. Moms act in a way that isn't like their usual selves, either because they are all of a sudden like super hyper and have grandiose plans, 
Um, they become overly anxious, like to the extreme. Um, some can hear voices or have plans in mind that don't reflect reality. Others isolate themselves even more. So sadly, postpartum psychosis is often linked to suicide, and it is also sadly linked to infanticide. It's believed it affects only a small percentage of the population. I will put the source in the show notes. But what we know is that there's not nearly enough research about this, and mom's mental health is not something that is often discussed by healthcare professionals. So these women often fall between the cracks. So as I was saying, I entered motherhood. I kept thinking about how my great-grandmother and other women in her situation really had it extremely difficult and how she was taken from her house and put into an asylum. I was thinking about her suffering and the impact her suffering had. So remember, my story is your story. There are so many women who ended up locked up in an asylum because they weren't compliant and didn't fit the standards set out for women or needed help, but society was too ashamed of them. So does this ring a bell? To me, it does. If we look at today's scenario, today's situation, we hold this belief that as moms, we should just be a superwoman. We should just be able to roll with the punches because everything is normalized, even the deep, dark stuff. And it's just part of our intergenerational trauma, really, to look at mental health and the postpartum period as something to be feared. Because really, at some point in time, it was. If you spoke out, if you spoke about how terrible you felt about the scary thoughts you had, you were threatened to be locked up and never see your family again. And for some women like my great-grandmother, that actually happened. So give this exercise a try. Ask your family and friends if a woman in their family who lived in the 50s, 40s, or 30s was ever put in an asylum. You will be surprised to find out this was not a rare occurrence, sadly. So fast forward to present day, we tell moms it's okay to not be okay, but we fail to give them the mental health care they need. Um, not too long ago, the Canadian Task Force on Preventative Health Care recommended against screening postpartum moms for depression. This blows my mind and I'm still mad about it. And I know there's a bunch of you out there who are still mad about this. So here I am, therapist for postpartum moms, telling you that you don't have to suffer in silence and that if I ever have the honor of seeing you on my therapy couch, I will make damn sure you are well taken care of. As I said in my Instagram stories, um, I believe I was put on this earth to provide quality mental health care to moms. I see transformations every day in my office. I know it's possible to enjoy life as a new mom. And the fact that it's incredibly difficult to get the care we need is heartbreaking. But I'm here and I do the best I can. So as you can probably tell, <laughs> my first language is French. And even though I was born and raised in Ontario, Canada, myself and my whole family speak French. Like most Franco-Ontarians, we were kept uneducated and therefore poor. Regulation 17 really, excuse my French, fucked us over. 
This law from 1912 was meant to assimilate francophones into the predominantly anglophone society in Ontario, where kids could not receive an education in French in public schools. The law remained in effect until 1944, and I'll link the source in the show notes. So what's the point? This type of stuff does have an impact on your motherhood. We are born into the trauma of others, and we're left trying to break cycles, whether it be the cycle of poverty, the cycle of physical and sexual abuse, the cycle of alcoholism, you name it, trauma cycles. When we become a mom, we hold this new baby in our arms, and we look into their eyes, and we think, I hope I can give you what I didn't get. And your mom may have thought the same when she held you. And your grandma may have thought the same when she held your mom. When a baby is born, we are born as a mother and we bring in the family history. This is where moms feel like the stakes are high and they can't mess up. Then perfectionism kicks in, leaving you with all-time high anxiety fears straight out of horror movies and the sense that you're not good enough. I hope you see the points I made so far. Entering motherhood is often like swimming in an uncertainty in the sea of birth trauma, childhood trauma, and generational trauma, hoping you can get to the shore without losing your breath. Is motherhood a beautiful thing? It can absolutely be a beautiful thing and worth it and for many many out there it's the best thing ever but here's the thing I won't sugarcoat the ugly when we're willing and able to look at all aspects of a situation the good the bad the really bad is when true change can happen when moms come to me and they say Denik I can't take it anymore The birth of my baby left me feeling horrible. Every time I think about it, I freak out and panic. Or they say, Denik, I can't stand the fact that I will not always be there to protect my baby. It drives me nuts. Often, they are sure they will never feel normal again. So here's what we do in a nutshell. We build the mom's tolerance towards the difficult memories. We target the source of their pain, like the birth or a distressing event from their past, and their everyday pain. Then we process all of those so that healing can take place. This is what we do in EMDR therapy. EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. When moms I see are found to be good candidates for this type of therapy, and when they go through the whole treatment, They are astonished at the rapidity in which they are able to heal and become the mom they truly want to be. So, of course, disclaimer, EMDR isn't for everyone and not everyone will be comfortable with it. It's also not a miracle cure, right? Um, The majority of moms I see do go through the process, though, and those who complete the treatment get incredible results. I will leave information about EMDR therapy in the perinatal period from pregnancy to postpartum in the show notes for you to read. So basically, we 
build this toolbox of practical, everyday life coping mechanisms, of course. But then we do dig deeper into the source of why today, as a new mom, you are feeling so horrible that you feel overwhelmed, this flooding of emotions that you feel like you cannot control. And then we target the source. We go look at that and we enter into the healing process afterwards. So there's a good mix between everyday practical stuff for coping and also the deep healing. So in order for you to heal the baggage you inherited from your family, heal from the birth of your baby that was supposed to be the best day of your life, and get relief from the constant worry, nightmares, and horror movies in your head, talk therapy just won't cut it. We can't talk ourselves out of this. So the key points to keep in mind here are that one, my story is your story. Every mom has something in common, and this means that we need to take mom's mental health seriously. Two, do not underestimate the power of intergenerational trauma. It will show up in your role as a mom if it hasn't been processed and healed yet. And three, what you're going through is hard. So if you are going to invest in therapy, I recommend that you go with something that is proven to be efficient with new moms such as EMDR therapy. I would love to know what your thoughts are on this first episode. Be honest, where did you think I was going talking about my dead (laughs) great-grandmother? Reach out to me on Instagram at Denik Helps Moms, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Trauma Healing for Postpartum Moms podcast. I hope what was shared resonated with you and you're walking away feeling like you're not alone. There is another side to the pain, the fear, and the confusion you're experiencing right now in early motherhood. Feeling happy, safe, and confident in your role is possible. This episode does not replace psychotherapy and is not meant to give medical advice. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and I'll see you soon.